0: The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 41, Seven Mistakes I've Made and How You Can Avoid the Same Blunders. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another session of The Dancepreneuring Studio. I'm so excited that you've joined me again. And The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business, Every other week, I get to bring you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and business forward. And my name is Annette Bone, and I still can't believe I get to do this show and that I get to talk about two of my biggest passions, which are dance and business. And I also can't believe the time is going by so quickly and the time is going to be changing soon. Oh my gosh! I'm still not used to it after all these years, but something to look forward to in terms of a new season and just being positive about all the new changes. So that's always a good thing. In our Step to Success segment, Step into a Creative Classroom. In our Dancers Dialect segment, Let Your Legs Go. In our Freestyle Flow segment, Mall Rat Madness. And in our feature presentation today, Seven Mistakes I've Made and how you can avoid the same blunders. I want to save you some time and some heartache. I hope you enjoy and learn from this. Hi, this is Mike Kim from the Brand New Podcast as featured on Entrepreneur, and you are listening to a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio, where dance inspires life and business with your host, Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. I've spoken in the past quite a bit about podcasts and other free resources that you can take advantage of to learn and build a business. One of them includes the library, which has pretty much everything you can access nowadays to learn about different subjects and different things regarding business and marketing. And this week's step to success is another resource called Creative Live. And you can find a link in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero four one. Creative Live is a portal of online workshops that are free for anyone to access. And they cover all types of subjects such as photography, business, music, design, and so much more. And if you watch the classes live, you can interact with the instructors in real time. It's a really great site. And there is no shortage of resources to get creative. So go ahead and check it out. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The dancer's dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. Today's word in the dancer's dialect comes from the house style of dance. And the term is called loose legs, which is a basic step. But it doesn't seem so basic to me at this point in my dance training because of the way the hips have to move. In conjunction with the upper body. And I've linked a video in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero four one so you can see what the step looks like. It's very cool. I love house music and I have taken house dance classes, just not lately. So as I was watching this video, I thought, I really need to get back into taking some house classes. As with any style of dance, it's all the subtleties that make the dance what it is. The feel of house is so important. It's not robotic, it's not stiff, it's groovy, it's free-flowing, and it's just feel-good. I would say there is a technique to it, not like ballet where it's very defined and rigid, but like I said, more the feeling of it than anything else. In business, next time you read a piece of marketing material, whether it's a print ad or a commercial or some copy on a website – See if you can notice the subtleties and how they make you feel. And now anything goes with freestyle flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? What's on my mind today? How I used to be a mall rat. (laughs) I remember when I was a teenager in Hawaii and in Guam and how much I loved going to the mall. I usually got to go with my family and it was rare that I was just allowed to go and just hang out with my friends. I had a very strict upbringing, so I wasn't really allowed to do that. So um, the three that we would go to frequently in Hawaii, in in the Honolulu area, if you're familiar with it, uh, were Pearl Ridge, Ala Moana, and then not really a mall, but because we were a military family, we would frequent the shopping centers on the different bases. And so I love doing that. And of course, at that age, you're oblivious to parking and crowds and waiting in line and wondering if you have enough money to spend on things and that kind of thing. So when we moved to Guam, and at that time, there, there were only shopping centers on Guam, and then they finally built a mall called the Micronesia Mall. And I finally got to go. And it was since it was such the big thing and it was the only mall at the time, as long as my cousin came along with me, we were allowed to go alone. Otherwise, we'd have to be supervised. So I don't know if it was the novelty of the mall as much as it was trying to be independent. So we were there a lot. Now, fast forward to today. As a recovering mall rat, I avoid the mall as much as possible. The only time I go now is if I have friends with me. And that is rare that you will find me at the mall. Now, I don't know if it's a thing now for teenagers and stuff to hang out there. I don't know because I'm not there enough, but I'm not much for crowds most of the time. So I would rather do other things like go to a dance class, of course, or have another memorable experience. I'm all about experiences as opposed to things. And I love finding things like a new eclectic coffee shop where I can create. And I love finding places that foster creativity. And now I know that can be anywhere except the mall. Just joking. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. Have you ever heard the saying, what is the best way to go through a minefield? If you have, you know what the answer is. If you haven't, common sense says you follow someone, right? You follow behind them and see where they've made mistakes, And I hope you keep that in mind as I take you through the journey of my minefield of seven mistakes that I've made, so that you don't make the same blunders. Of course, I've made way more than seven mistakes, and I will continue to make mistakes. However, I have learned so much in this process. Mistake number one is I didn't count the cost of jobs I had taken and business models that I pursued in terms of taking into account what it would cost me. In health and emotional well being. And so, what I would recommend is to take some time to think and digest what will be required if you're going to take on a new project, a new job, a new business, and trust your instincts. They're there for a reason. If I had trusted my instincts better, and probably if I was more mature at the time, I was a little young, then maybe I would have made different decisions. I don't know. I can't go back and change it. And reflecting back on that too much won't change anything. But in retrospect, I would have trusted my instincts more in terms of my health and emotional well being because that all affects how you operate in a job, a business, a project or whatever it is that you're taking on. Mistake number two is I allowed others to influence my decisions for the sake of keeping up appearances. I'm sure you've heard the saying about quote unquote, keeping up with the Joneses. So I spent money, which wasn't very much that I didn't have, to impress people that really didn't care. And so the solution to that is if the decision, again, doesn't feel right, don't do it. And the emotional turmoil that getting into debt causes and trying to rob Peter to pay Paul, that costed more than just money. It long term, it cost me way more. Hits to my self image, trying to clean up the messes that I had made financially, and just, it affected everything. And so I I would recommend to make decisions not based on what others think of you, but what feels right for you and for that situation. So don't allow others to influence your decisions just so that you can keep up an appearance. Number three is I took on projects that I was not passionate about. Oh my goodness. You know, I I understand that sometimes you have to do things temporarily and we've all have maybe right now you're in a job that you don't like, or you're doing you're doing something you don't like. And I would say that make that a temporary thing as soon as possible, get yourself in a position to only do things that you're passionate about. I would have been more intentional about planning an exit strategy instead of wallowing in my circumstances. I've talked to a number of people where they've been unhappy with their situation, but instead of trying to find solutions, they would just be complaining about it and thinking there wasn't a solution or just kind of waiting for things to happen. And so For me, I spent way too much time questioning and not enough time being solution oriented, even though logically, I knew that was what I was supposed to do. But it was just easier to complain and just have a pity party and have a victim mentality. And that did not do anything to further me getting out of the projects that I was not passionate about. Mistake number four, I judged others and ruined relationships based on whether someone was supportive of my job or my business model that I was pursuing at that time. And if it didn't benefit me, it was sayonara, baby, I was gone. And I just immediately cut off the relationship for the most part. And that is wrong. Now, I know that everyone has their own calling in life, everyone is called to something different. And just because it doesn't fit in with what I think is right, or it doesn't fit in with my business model doesn't make that person less of a person. Treat others with the same respect that you would expect. And Logically, again, I knew this, but my actions were otherwise. They did not match my words. They did not match my attitude. No wonder I lost relationships and ruined relationships because of judging others. And so, but also, it does not mean you spend extended time with people that don't support your vision or not supportive of you or who are negative and don't align with your goals and your visions and your dreams. You can still love and respect people from a distance, you just don't have to associate with them and get that negative input. So that's one of the things I have regretted is judging others and ruining relationships based on a specific business model that told me that if they did not benefit me, then it was goodbye. And that is completely wrong. Mistake number five, I spent way too much emotional energy feeling guilty, tormented, angry for all the de- wrong decisions I had made, because I felt that that time spending on all that yucky stuff would change things and did it? No, no like all of that would not somehow make up make up for my mistakes. And of course, it didn't. And so the solution to that is get over it as quickly as possible. Yes, easier said than done, but learn the lesson and move on. Forgiving yourself allows you to forgive others. And that's what I had to do is I really had to forgive myself. So that I wasn't harboring all this resentment and junk. And so it was doing me more emotional damage than Anyone else. And so I've linked an article, a very interesting article from the University of California, Berkeley about the science of forgiveness. I think you should check it out. It's very interesting about the the science behind forgiveness and like different aspects of forgiveness. It's a very interesting article. It's in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero four one. Mistake number six I didn't put myself in uncomfortable experiences enough. I retreated way too much. The solution to that is the obvious get out of your comfort zone, whatever that means for you. For me now, one of the things that gets me out of my comfort zone constantly is taking dance styles and levels that are uncomfortable, like crump, and certain uh, advanced levels of contemporary and hip hop classes where I don't have the movements 100% or I forget the choreography quite a bit. And the movement is foreign to me. So anyway, that's what I do now. And it's, it's awesome. So put yourself in uncomfortable experiences, you will grow. Mistake number seven, I kept my feelings bottled up inside way too much. And so it would build up, build up, build up, and then it would explode. And I didn't know how to communicate positively. Part of the reason, of course, is because I let all those feelings bottle up. And so the obvious solution, find positive ways to communicate and have outlets for positive expression. And for me right now, of course, that is dance. So you need to find that outlet for expression for release, so that you don't get these feelings bottled up. And that might not be a challenge for you was it's definitely something I'm still working on. And in telling you all of these mistakes, and this is just the tip of the iceberg of the mistakes I've made, I know that I will continue to make mistakes. And that's life. But I would not change anything because I would not be talking to you right now with this podcast and I would not have met the people I've met and been back and dance and just experienced things at a whole new level that I never thought that I would. So I'm so grateful and so thankful that I'm here talking to you about these mistakes that I've made. And so my question is, what mistake have you made that others can learn from? I would love to hear from you. You can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 041, where you can also find the show notes to the session. And I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and give me a rating and review and subscribe to the podcast. That way I can continue improving the podcast, as well as give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com And Dancepreneuring.com, all rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.